Hey there, my friends. How are you all going? I'm back with another episode, being consistent again. We're back on schedule right up until Christmas. Let's do it. Um, hope you're all doing really well. Um, today is December. I think it's December 6th. Yes, it is. Oh, shies. <laughs> Hold on. I just threw my phone onto my computer. Okay. I think it's all good. Um, so today I'm sitting in my bed as usual, um, holding the microphone and I'm watching the rest of Daddy's Home 2. I was watching it um, maybe a week or so ago and I never finished it. Um, <clears throat> so we're back at it. It's one of my favorites for Christmas. Um, let me know what your favorite Christmas movie is. I have a full list. Like if you'd like a list of like Christmas movies and TV shows and episodes of TV shows to watch. I have got a huge, huge list that I usually finish before Christmas Day. Um, I haven't really gotten stuck into it yet, and I really should, because <clears throat> I've only got a few more days to go. A few more days. I've got like two weeks or something. Um, but yeah, wow, Christmas is coming quickly. This year has gone. I don't know. I feel like it's gone at a regular pace, actually. I feel like the last few months have gone really quickly like November f like really flew um at least for me personally like I had a lot sort of happening in November as you can tell in the last episode I was sort of going through it a couple of weeks ago <laughs> so um hopefully we won't have that again anytime soon but um yeah November was a real write-off I think um October went really quickly too like it's, it's all just really flown by hasn't it um, like what even happened in September? I honestly don't remember. Oh, September was a good month. All right. Yeah. September's normally one of those like gray months where you just don't remember anything. Um, but yeah, it's been an interesting year for me at least. Um, uh, yeah. So I guess, um, little update on my life and stuff. I have been watching some new shows and if I can find, oh, there we go. I've noted down what I wanted to talk about today because, um, you know, when you get talking about stuff, you sort of forget your talking points. Um, so recently, <laughs> first thing before I get into the TV shows I've been watching, <laughs> I was talking to someone at work recently. Um, he messaged me, after the, so we went to, okay. So I had a, I have two Christmas, like work Christmas parties this year. I have one in December and I had one a week ago. Uh, well, not a week ago. It was last week, but anyway, um, for just like my team and we went to like just a bar and it was good. Anyway, um, one of the guys in the team at the moment, he's, um, not usually a part of our team. They sort of like cycle through, as you, most of you know, I work with journalists. So, um, he's a journo, um, and they like cycle through all of our journos and like send them to work in my team for a bit. Um, so yeah, he's one of the journos anyway. <laughs> um, he got home and sent me a photo. I think he was eating like cereal or something. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what you're eating. And I sent a photo of my dinner and it was a happy meal. And I was like, oh, I've got a Happy Meal. And um, 
anyway, we we're just chatting about that. And then um, I was like, you're not going to believe it, but I got a toy. And he was like, what is it? And I sent a video because it was so confusing. I don't know if any of you guys have seen the Happy Meal toys recently. It was like, I don't know how to explain because I don't know what it was, but it was like a tin, like this little tin. And it had like a, like a dragon on it, I think. And then it had like a series of like little cards with pictures of like animals on them, I think. And they had like numeric or like little shapes on the bottom. Like, I don't even know. I think it was supposed to be a little bit like Pokemon or like Yu-Gi-Oh or something maybe. Um, but the description card, oh my God. Like if, if someone, if any of you want a copy of this video, like send me a message because it was <laughs> genuinely the most confusing thing I've ever seen. And I don't know how a kid would work it out. And you're supposed to like trade cards or something, I think. But it, it made no sense. And it came with some stickers as well. And he was like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know. And then he sent me a photo of... um. Now, this is going to be like a real deep cut if like some of you remember this or not. Do you guys remember, and I have no other way to explain this, do you guys remember like those little rectangle box things with like a speaker sort of near the bottom and they were like like one specific song? So like I th – um, and, and it was a, it was a McCappy uh, – it was a Happy Meal toy, but it was like a little – it had like a little speaker and it would just play like a song. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a Black Eyed Peas one and, like, they were all different colours. Hold on, let me see if I can find it so I can explain the photo that he sent to me because I feel like you're not really going to understand what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I don't know what they were called. I don't even know how he searched it up, to be honest. Um, So one had Crazy Frog. Uh, he, he said he had, like, a blue one that had Crazy Frog on it. And it played, like, if you press the button, it would, like, it had, like, a little speaker and it would play the, like, Crazy Frog song. And I, yeah, I had one that had Black Eyed Peas and I think my brother had one and it was, um, I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Do you guys remember that? Let me know if you remember that. It was so random, but, like, they were, like, these little speaker Happy Meal toys, and they were the best. I don't know why, but they just were. And then I responded to him, and I was like, I – yes, like, I remember that. Like, I was trying to talk to someone about those, like, a month ago. And then I was like, do you remember these? And they're, like, the Shrek 2 Happy Meal toys. Did any of you guys, did any of you guys ha like, collect these? Mine, me and – oh, my gosh, my grammar today – Lockie and I used to collect those and we had like all of them. I think we collected all of them. Um, there's like princess Fiona. She has like a leg stuck out. She's got like a blue dress on. She like kicks. She does like a little karate kick or something or she punches or something. I can't remember. Um, and it's even got like the little babies. There's the, I remember I wanted Gingy. I don't know if we ever actually got Gingy in the end, but we definitely got donkey and the others and like Shrek and Fiona and all of that. Um, and then he was like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then, and then I said, and this was like a real, like, if you remember this, like you're a real one. I said, did you ever have the McDonald's pasta? And he was like, no, what is that? And I said, it's this. And it was like pasta zoo search up McDonald's pasta zoo. And it will come up and either you'll remember it and it'll be like a deep, deep memory, or you won't remember it at all. It had like little red tongs. 
And like you would get like a milk and it had like a special straw with like little chocolate, like little brown beads in the straw and they were like chocolate flavored. So when you like drank the milk, it was like chocolate milk. It was the best, man. I, I don't remember, like I don't specifically remember the taste of the actual pasta. I just like really, really vividly remember the red tongs. And the and the special sip they were called sip R straws. Um, yeah, I I remember all of that, and so I sent that to him, and he sent he sent a voice message. I won't play it, um, but it's <laughs> all it said was that looks so fucked. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember how it tasted. I just remember the red tongs in the milk. He's like, I've never seen that. I was like, you missed out. So let me know if you ever had those little pasta zoo things. They were like a real blast from the past. And I apparently they were introduced in 2007. I did some research. They were introduced in 2007 and then they discontinued them in 2008. And it might have just been an Australian McDonald's thing. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it, there's a possibility that it was only in Australia as well. And it came in like a little purple hippo box. Like it looked like a hippo. It was really cute. Um, but yeah, that's a blast from that. Also, did you guys see that McDonald's has new mascots? Um, I don't know if it's just for like a short amount of time, but like there's, um, I saw a post on the like main McDonald's page, not like McDonald's Australia or anything. And, um, they're doing like a collab, another collab meal with some sort of uh, maybe a rapper or something. I'm not quite sure. And they've like made new little mascots and it's like tiny little burgers, I think. Oh, no, no, no. They were chicken nuggets. They were like little nuggets, but they had outfits on and they were a bit argo, if you ask me. They definitely should bring back all of the, um, all of the mascots, I reckon, since like Grimace was so, um, uh, I guess successful. Like, they could definitely bring them all back. Who were the others? Hamblet. Oh, my God. So it was Ronald, Grimace, Hamburglar, uh, Birdie, I think. Who was... What was Birdie's thing supposed to be? Like, what was the... Like, Hamburglar was the was the hamburger guy. Uh, Grimace, I assume, might have... I don't, actually don't know, but was Grimace, like... Did he like nuggets? That's actually... I don't know. I feel like I'm just making that up now. Like, was he modeled on a nugget? Like, is that sort of what he's supposed to look like? I actually don't know. Why is he purple then? That wouldn't make sense. Is Birdie supposed to be like fries? But she's got like a like a little airplane outfit on, doesn't she? I haven't actually... Well, maybe because she's a bird. I don't know. Am I just saying dumb stuff now? Or, you know what? I'll search it up later and I'll come back to you next episode. Um, but yeah, maybe they should make another one. Like, um, <laughs> I just had an idea. So I used to work at McDonald's and the, so there's like this, if you haven't worked at McDonald's before, um, you may not know this, but there's a machine that automatically dispenses fries into your fry basket. Um, so essentially like what you got to do is, so when you work at McDonald's, um, they've got like boxes out the back in like the special freezer room thing um with bags of fries in them that are like pre-made obviously so you open up the fry so you you bring a full box over to this this machine it's called frankie like everywhere i i think it's just like the name i don't know um so the 
fry machine is called Frankie and you open up like it's almost like a massive fridge. It sort of looks like a huge fridge. Actually, yeah, it is like a fridge because it's like sort of frozen in there. You open up the fridge and there's like two like sort of like best way to describe is like two massive buckets. Um, So it's just like two sides where it can dispense from. Anyway, you, you rip open the bags and you like put all of the fries like as many fries as you can pretty much into both sides and then you close the fridge over and then the machine does the, the like the, a, a precise amount of fries like dispenses a precise amount of fries every time into the fry baskets so you don't have to like because if we if you do it manually like on overnights and stuff usually when you have to clean Frankie and stuff like you would have to do it manually and sometimes you could put too much in the fry basket and if you put too many fries in a fry basket like they won't all be covered like sometimes the oil isn't high enough or like they won't fully cook through because there's just too many in there so anyway so they have this machine called Frankie um to make sure that like you don't have to worry about that it also makes it much much quicker but also filling Frankie is like the job that sort of a lot of people don't enjoy. Like I didn't, I hated it. Um, so people just put it off and then, <laughs> and then if you're in a rush and you like really need fries and then you've run out, like everybody hates you. So anyway, all of this to say they should model a character based off of like, it should be a fry or something or like a little fry character. And his name should be Frankie, Frankie Fry. Copyright that McDonald's. If you want that idea, you can contact me and I will work with you on it. They will never do that. They will just take the idea. Oh, well, um, it was my idea first. You heard it here first. Frankie the Fry. Um, so anyway, that's my, that's my little McDonald's bit. (laughs) 13 minutes in, I just spent speaking about McDonald's, man. All right. So on to stuff I've been watching. So the other day I was listening to my regular podcasts. Um, I was actually listening. So I was listening to T- uh, So first I watched Moist Critical and he said something about the Squid Game um, show, TV show, like the one that's like a reality show. And he said how terrible it was. And I was like, damn, must suck. Um, for those who don't know, I've actually, I had never seen Squid Game in my life never watched it I avoided it especially with everyone raving about it I was like I'm gonna make it my mission to never see this show um so I didn't I never watched the show however I had a friend um come over a few days ago and I thought it would be funny to just start watching the show because I listened to TMG podcast and Noelle and Cody were raving about it they were saying like how great it was how like how um close it was to the tv show the actual tv show and like how well produced it was and well filmed and that it was like just a really great reality show now the first thing i want to say is i'm not a reality a reality tv show watcher slash enjoyer like it's not something that i watch i don't ever i have never watched a season of the bachelor i've never watched a season of love island i don't have an interest in watching any of that like i just feel like it's just beneath me almost maybe that sounds snobby but I like it's just it's just brain numbing garbage anyway um however you know like way in the past when I was a kid like I'd watched Big Brother and uh like Survivor and stuff like that so I have you know I have watched um stuff like that before it's just not 
uh, an immediate like interest of mine. Anyway, the other day I had a friend over and I thought, why not put it on? Because Cody and Noel were saying how great it is and uh, maybe it could be fun. So I put it on and um, and we were having a blast. Like I was like, this is actually really enjoyable. There's one guy on the show. What's his name? What's his number? 432. Oh my God. If anyone's been watching the first thing, he's pretty much the first thing he says on the show. He's like, my number is 432 because I'm the one. And I was like, get fucked <laughs> seriously dude get fucked like i wanted to punch him and then at every waking moment throughout the show he just proves what a douchebag he is and i'm like dude i just his name is like his name's like brighton or something it's it, like it's so oh he's just i just hate him and i don't know him personally but i just i don't like him and like he he like made this comment about um he grew up he grew up without his dad and stuff um and he was like you know my mum raised me and like was you know making it all heartwarming like my mum raised me single mom blah 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 like she did all that she could and then he made a comment that was really icky it was sort of like um something about like uh like that he had a white mum like he just was like when a white woman like can't raise me because he's half black I was like, I get it. Like, obviously I'm like, no, I don't get it. Cause I'm white, but like, it just, it just came off like really like that he wasn't grateful or anything. Like he actually just was like, um, resentful almost that she wasn't like black. And I was like, this is just uncomfortable to watch. And I don't know if any of you guys felt the same way, but we sort of went, Ooh, when he said that, um, and yeah, um, there were also, um, just other people in the show that just needed to be kicked out and then they were, so that's good. Um, there was this guy, um, who was from Kentucky and he had like this horrible, horrible mullet. Um, and he said like in his first interview, he's like, I think people think I'm, oh my God, I can't even replicate the sentence because it was so bad, but it was something like, um, he was essentially saying people think I'm not very smart when they see me, but the way that he said the sentence was like, just like he did it to himself almost. He set it up for like, he, he set himself up for failure. Like he said, Oh my God, I, I'm going to have to rewatch it. It was so bad. <laughs> it was like the worst. I was just laughing. Like, dude, you are stupid. <laughs> Um, I got, honestly, I, like, I can't even rack my brain because it, it like, <laughs> it was just such a bad, it was so embarrassing for him. And Cody said it on the TMG podcast as well. Um, and he's totally right. Like, it was just like, this guy just made himself look like a fool. And, um, anyway, he gets kicked out in the sort of cookie scene when they had to also, did you, if any of you have been watching the show, did you see how much spit was in those containers, those cookie containers? Oh my God. So I know. Okay. So because of this show, I was pretty much forced by my friends to, um, to watch, um, the actual squid game show. And so I finished it last night, finished it in two days. Yeah. Two days. Um, really great shows. It was actually definitely worth watching. Um, 
and highly recommend actually if you haven't seen it i actually do highly recommend it it was um really really quite good and like confronting but like twisty and i like twists um however my brother spoiled it completely for me like completely told me all of the plot like twists and everything um i still enjoyed it and i thought it was like really well done um and yeah, so anyway, um, so in the show, like, you know, obviously I forgot his name, um, but the, sort of the main character like licks the back of this cookie and it makes it easier for him to like cut out the shape of the umbrella in this cookie thing. So obviously all of the people that are playing the reality show are going to do the same thing. So they're all licking the backs, like the backs of these cookies. So it makes them sort of like more soggy, I guess so that they can cut out the shape a little easier. But it looks like in this reality game, it was a lot harder to cut these um, sort of shapes out of these cookies, um, like a lot harder than they sort of expected or thought. And so there were some people, oh my gosh, some people had genuinely like spat so much saliva into their little tins like there were at least like you could say like two to three centimeters worth of saliva in the in the tin with the cookie so that they could cut out the shape and it was just so horrendous to look at I actually every time they licked the back of the cookies I had to skip past it because I was like this is just gross but then some of the scenes, like you could tell that they were editing out or cutting around bits where you could see actually in the tin, um, in like in people's tins where they'd like really spat up a storm. It was just horrid. And they still lost, like a lot of them still lost. And I was like, that's just not right, you know? And there was a guy that was like almost vomiting and they didn't send him off. Like they, like, they could have said, okay, medic, take this guy away. Like, he's not well. Instead, they keep him there and they just film him. And he's, like, heaving. Like, he's going to be sick. And I'm like, I can't watch. This guy's going to vomit everywhere in front of everyone. And then, you know what happens? He, sorry to um, spoil this one part, but he, um, so he cracks his cookie by accident. Like, you know, he loses. And then instead of like being like, okay, now we'll take him off. They just keep him on the ground while he's like about to vomit. Like, and he's like burping and stuff. Oh my God. It's disgusting. He's like freaking out. He's having like a, like a meltdown because he's like lost and he's put all of these people in this shitty position. Cause he got them all the, um, the umbrella. Like they had to like choose a door or something and he got his team, the umbrella. And then he felt really bad. Either way, dude, like, <laughs> Like that is, I feel for him, but at the same time, they needed to do something about that. Like, I don't think that it's fair to film him when he's that sick, clearly. And also none of us want to see that. Ew. And the other thing is like, everybody wants 432 to be eliminated. Like people keep getting like, yeah, they keep like having conversations with the camera and saying like, I want to eliminate 432. Well, we all want that, but there's a reason why he's there. It's because he adds value to the show. Unfortunately, he adds the drama and stuff. So they're going to keep him there um, as long as they can, probably. Um, because, you know, without him, the show will probably be a little bit more 
bland, I guess. He's like that. He's like that evil guy with the snake tattoo in the main show, except he's not like a crazy murderer. <laughs> he's just a douche. <laughs> but yeah, so Squid Game, big recommend. It's a really good show. I'll be interested to see what happens with the second season um, because it left me with a few questions. So my brother and I were sort of having a conversation about whether he called them and wants to be on the next season or whether he called them just to yell at them. My opinion is that he just called them to be like, why are you still doing this? My brother's opinion is that he called and he actually wants to be back on the games. And then I was like, so why did they say like, just get on the planets for your own good? Like, and so he immediately turned around and didn't get on the plane my thinking is that like why do they know that he's getting on a plane like why why like is someone keeping like he's has he actually left the game like i don't know it's giving me um it's giving me uh the escape room vibes did anyone watch that those two movies the escape room interesting movies the first one was like they're not they're not good movies by any means but they're like enjoyable I enjoyed them and I definitely watched them again. Um, the first one is actually both of them are pretty good, but um, there's a scene where like in the second one where they're like on a plane, they think they've left the game and then they're like still in the game. And that it just sort of like that squid game part sort of reminded me of that. I also was saying that squid game like really gives me just an updated version of the hunger games vibe. You know, like they, you know, they, they choose poor people. There's a bunch of rich people who are all sitting there and they put all this money into it and they bet on these people literally like exactly like the Hunger Games. And on the last night, you know, the special people, they get a special meal, just like the night before the games in Hunger Games, they all get a special meal. And, you know, um, the winner gets all this glory, but like really like, after that they're not like happy and they want to just like ruin whoever like started it sort of thing just like the hunger games it's all like really similar and i feel like even like the part where they show the faces of the people who died or like you know they've all got numbers or whatever it's very hunger games-esque you know um i just found it really interesting and everyone just like fighting for their lives and stuff like even like the fights in the in the um, dorm, I guess. Like, it's very Hunger Games, in my opinion. Um, but I liked the Hunger Games, and it's been a while since I've watched it, so um, it's been good. I enjoyed it. No wonder people got um, hooked on it. It's just the Hunger Games in a different font. Um, but better, because they've got, like, a, a, B, a B plot, I guess, with the policeman, which, like, is he dead? I assume he's dead. That's really disappointing. I hope the police got the, like, footage. Um... But yeah, so hopefully whoever's listening has watched um, Squid Game. Squid Games or Squid Game? I don't know. Um, so that you know what I was just talking about. Um, but yeah, if not, whatever. So we're half an hour in and there was one thing that I wanted to... I have more things to talk about. Um, quick transition thing to tell you. Just thought you'd be interested to know. Um, some of you know, because I said this on my, um, on my close friend's story a little while ago, 
Um, <laughs> but did you know that Billie Eilish's middle name is Pirate? <laughs> I posted this like a few months ago now on my close friend story and I was like, just found out that Billie Eilish's middle name is Pirate. Like what? Why? And I feel like I searched it up and, um, and there wasn't like, they wanted to name her after a pirate or something. I don't remember. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me actually search that. Actually, no, I can't be bothered pausing this and editing it. Um, so yeah, you'll have to research it yourselves, but it's true. Search it up. What's Billy Alicia's middle name? It's pirate. <laughs> I'm not lying. Um, Oh, yeah, Spotify, the wrapped thing came out. Um, this year's one was actually not so bad for me. Last year's one was so embarrassing. So last year I had all of um, Dawn FM uh, in my top uh, songs and top artist was The Weeknd. And I was like, this is so lame. I can't share this with anyone. This is so embarrassing. Like all of the top songs were just Dawn FM songs. Um Whereas this year, my top songs were Attention by Doja Cat, which I apparently spammed in June and July. Um, and then we had, hold on, let me see if I've still got the photo of it. Of course I don't. Of course I didn't prepare. Like I thought I prepared, but I didn't. Um, we had some other songs. I'm sure some of you have already seen it, but my breakdown was definitely better this year. Um, oh, yeah. Second song was Boys A Liar, Pink Panthers and Ice Spice. Uh, then the next one was Princess Diana, I Spice and Nicki Minaj, which I was surprised about. You know what? You know why? <laughs> so when I found out that I Spice was coming to Melbourne with um, Listen Out, I was like, I must learn the lyrics because I, I was already an I Spice fan. Like I bought the tickets to pretty much see I Spice and Lil Uzi um, and Metro Boomin, who ended up pulling out. Um, but I was like, I have to learn the like lyrics to the to the chorus of Princess Diana. Like I have to. So I replayed it over and over and over again and kept reading the lyrics. And it was really tough. And I was like, actually, <laughs> so stupid. But I struggled. Eventually I got there and now I can sing the um I can sing the chorus pretty good. But yeah, now it's number three in my Spotify rap. No regrets though. Then we have P Power by Gunner and Drake. Um, this one I heard for the first time ever in February when I was at Noel Miller's comedy, um, set. And so I continued to listen to it, um, after that, because it sort of reminded me of Noel and I like Noel a lot. I think he's really funny and just a really cool guy. And then, um, it just sort of became a funny song to listen to with my friends as well. It's just like a banger. Like every time it comes on, I'm just like, she want to go viral. Um, that's the first like line of the song. Um, and yeah, it's a banger. And then the number five for me was How, How High by Ice Spice as well. So we had three Ice Spice songs in there. Sort of a sleigh. Um, funny because like the first time I ever heard Ice Spice, I was like, this is so trash. And then a few more listens and I was like, actually slow. Um, <laughs> but How High, when that came out, I was actually on my Kentucky in Canada. I was like probably a few days in and I listened to How High on repeat and when I say on repeat I mean literally on repeat like I did not play anything else other than like Dollhouse by Lily Rose Depp from the Idol TV show um I listened to that and how high like on repeat 
in July. So I, I had a feeling that how high I was going to be in there. Um, it was just the, the right vibe for the, um, for the time. I guess there was a lot sort of happening at that time in my, um, in my life, I guess I was like having an awesome time and there were beautiful views everywhere and making amazing friends and like love life took a hit of course, as always really. Um, what's new? Um, but yeah, it was, it was, a good year for music, I think. My top artists were Doja Cat, um, The Weeknd, Ice Spice, Drake, and Travis Scott, which I would say is pretty valid. Like, if I had to see someone else's thing and it said that, I'd be like, you are you are valid, my friend. Real. Um, imagine being chronically online and saying chronically online things in real life. That is so lame of me, and I'm really sorry. Um, please forget that I said any, any of that. Um, but I was also really glad that it didn't factor in any of my listening activity from November, really, because uh, we really took a turn in November. <laughs> and um, really, like, some of the music I've been listening to has got me thinking, like, who is this girl? Like, who is she? Who have I become? Um, so we're looking at my top tracks, my stats for Spotify, top tracks for the last four weeks. You would laugh. I, I'm laughing. I'm dying, actually. This is hilarious. Um, top tracks for the last four weeks. We've got um, number one is Change in the House of Flies by Deftones. <laughs> I'm sorry, but how do you sing like that? Like, you got to be like, for people that know that song, obviously, we all laugh and joke about this all the time. And it's sort of become a joke now to sing this song whenever you're sad. It's like, I watch you change. Um but, like, the way he sings in that song, if any of you haven't listened to this song before, probably don't. It'll probably make you, like, severely depressed. I don't know why. Anytime I listen to it, it, like, when I first started listening to it, I was like, this is music for severely, severely depressed people. Like, this is just not right. But then after a few more listens, I was like, this is actually a banger. And now when I listen to it, I just sort of feel like, um, there's only certain times in your life where like you will find a piece of art, art, like artwork, movie, music, like anything like that, that will reflect your feelings so, so well. Like that will like really like you, you never knew that you could like, I, I, as a creative person, like there are times when you will create a piece of work and you'll look at it and be like, this is everything to me and like this is this is like me in a piece of work and I'm so proud of it and I want to show the world and like I'm so excited for other people to enjoy this piece of artwork or whatever. Um, and I feel when I listen to Change by Deftones, it's not that I feel proud of the work that they've done but I feel like they've highly um, tapped into a feeling, a feeling that is hard to express. Like there's only one way that you can explain to someone how shitty you feel and it's by sending them that song, you know? Like sometimes you can't explain your feelings until you play a song like that. Like I sent it to one of my friends and she was like, I'm shaking right now. Like I'm shaking. This is, this is making me really upset. And I was like, this is how I feel. And I don't know, am I just going on a tangent? Like I, I just feel like they, like Deftones at the moment for me, like really, really capture that sort of like grungy, like 
<laughs> like the Batman sort of <laughs> like that grungy, like nobody gets me sort of vibe. I don't know. I should have, I really should have found them <laughs> a long time ago, but, um, but yeah, so Deftones is number one. Then <laughs> number two, all the way to number nine are all Pink Panther songs from her brand new album. <laughs> Heaven knows. It's a complete different, like complete different sound. But it, for me, it's, it's giving like that album is giving sad, but cute. And that's like, either I'm like severe sad in November or I'm sad but cute <laughs> and I'm like I'm but I'm so cute uh number 10 is violence by Grimes haven't listened to that song in a really long time I was making a playlist um inspired by one of my friends and um she had a Grimes song in like her recently uh in like her day list or something and I was like wow I haven't listened to Grimes in ages so I picked up my old favorites by Grimes so 10 and 11 are violence by Grimes by Grimes and 11 is my name is dark algorithm mix specifically by Grimes and then it continues on with Pink Pantherus all the way down to number 20 and then we're <laughs> and then it's covered by basement which is back into the Deftones vibes then like we got in my own summer shove it by Deftones like it's just it's just a mixed bag at the moment um, so that's sort of my last four weeks. If you're wondering how I was feeling the last four weeks, I'm thinking it might change from here on out. I th I'm think like, I'm feeling like I'm, uh, not as sad now, but, um, yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind, um, probably two or three weeks. Um, but we're back on the, you know, back on trying to live life normal again. Um, so on the weekend, I actually went to a tattoo expo as a, like a media thing. It was a media invite. Um, it was, um, really overwhelming. So for those who don't know, actually, um, I am getting a tattoo this Friday, actually my first tattoo. Um, it is, I was tossing up whether I'm going to tell you guys or not, but you know what, like, I only ever usually share this on my close friends. Um, and you know what? I was looking recently and I've got listeners, like regular listeners in like, like Philadelphia and like Florida. And I don't know why, like whoever you are, like, thank you for listening. I don't know how you found me, um, but I find that really funny because <laughs> this is such a niche, like not a real thing you know you know what I mean like it's it's sort of funny that they're out there listening but um yeah I have listeners in other countries and stuff but um why did I even say any of that oh yeah tattoo um yeah this podcast has like quite a few followers as well it's actually really surprising I can see how many followers I don't know who you are so I don't freak out I don't know who it is but I can see how many followers I have and it's surprisingly a lot and I was like in the top podcast for like a lot of people on Spotify wrapped. And I was like, thanks guys. That's so sweet. Like number one podcast for like a few people. Um, that is insane to me and like silly really, because like I didn't really make that many podcast episodes. So you mustn't listen to very much. Um, 
but yeah, thank you all for listening, of course. Anyway, back to the tattoo. So yeah, I'm getting a tattoo this Friday. Um, it's with a Korean artist. She's really, really talented. She's coming down. Well, she's in Melbourne now. Um, she's only here for like a short amount of time. Um, and I'm getting a special, I was tossing up between a, um, a butterfly or a moth, but I ended up choosing a moth, um, like a special looking moth. And it's going to be on the back of my, um, my tricep. And if you've ever wondered like the meaning behind like moth tattoos and stuff like that, I believe it's like a light in the darkness or sort of like being reborn sort of thing. Um, resilience, that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm going to get a moth and that's going to be on Friday. And I'm actually really scared. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, there are some more tattoos that are in the works that I'm trying to get sorted out. I'm going to see an apprentice, I think, um, for a special one for my cat Pepper. And I'm also going to include Mr. Chips for those asking. Um, Mr. Chips was my old cat. I love him very much and I miss him. Um, I was meaning to get a tattoo for him a long time ago, but I sort of couldn't decide. And then I eventually decided on an, on a design that I really liked. Um, so I'm going to go with that um, and just share it with an apprentice girl who I think is super talented and just incredible. She did one of my friend's tattoos and it looks amazing. Um, and I really like her style as well. So I think she could really put a really cute style on it. Um, and I'm going to get that on the same arm. And then I also really want to get like a little teddy bear. I think I'm going to design that one myself because I can. Um, but yeah, so I'm getting a tattoo this Friday. So, um, anyway, I went to the tattoo expo and my boss was like, go get a Spider-Man tattoo on your face. I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> you guys would love that. Um, but no, I didn't end up getting any. I couldn't decide. It was actually really, really overwhelming. There were there were so, so many tattoo sort of booths and tattoo artists there. And they all had the gun, like the tattoo gun sort of going at the same time. So it was a lot of overwhelming noise and like, and just, just so many places had similar designs as well. Like they all had like the same flash tattoo ideas. And I was like, I don't, like, it's too much. Like what I... I'm, I'm, I can be very indecisive. I can't just do a really, really spontaneous tattoo like that. Like I need, like, it's going to be on my body forever. So I don't, I don't want to hate it. My brother just came into my room and gave me an absolute fucking heart attack. <laughs> anyway, I lost where I was. <laughs> he just, you know what he just did? He walked in, opened the door without like knocking or anything, just opened the door and then said entire fast and furious, um, thing is on Netflix. And I was like, okay. <laughs> then we just sat there looking at each other. Um, so yeah, back to tattoo thing. So yeah, that there were just so many artists. They all had the same flash sort of designs. And something that I need to do is like have an idea in my head and then look at multiple like Instagram pages, um, multiple uh, like um, portfolios and stuff like that to decide who I would prefer like whose style I prefer most um and then I go from there because the worst thing like the, the thing that you don't want to do is like for me at least oh, sorry for me at least is uh to get a tattoo and then look on Instagram or get you know an ad on Instagram or something 
from you know another tattoo artist who has done say you know the moth one another tattoo artist who have who has also done a moth and i prefer their design better like that's so shitty i don't want to do that so yeah so the the bear design and all of that like the little teddy bear i will probably design first myself and then i will find someone who i think sort of matches the style that i sort of like which to be honest i might just ask the apprentice to do it because i really 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 like her style she's awesome she she sort of puts in like that anime style and i really like that look um so yeah i think she'd be really awesome at it um and yeah i really like her shading and just yeah all of it i think she's really awesome so that's probably what i would do i might get them at the same time or something like that um but yeah, that's sort of what's happening in my life at the moment. Hopefully you guys are all good. Yeah, so pretty much like the the expo was really full on. Um, and my friend and I sort of looked around, but by the end I was like, we need to get the hell out of here. Like the music they were playing was just blasting and it was like terrible remixes of good songs, like really bad remixes. And um, I was like, I can't do this anymore. There were too many people. Like it was just, it was just, it was really full on. So um, while I was really glad to be there and like sort of have the opportunity to see everything and, you know, get some ideas and watch people get crazy tattoos in crazy spots. Like this one guy was getting tattooed on his head. Um, I was watching someone else, like a big buff dude, get his shin tattooed and it looked like he was in so much pain. And I was like, actually, this doesn't sound like fun. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I, I guess every day I inch closer to the identity crisis, like who am I? I don't know. I think I'm just growing up maybe and this is who I really am. Um, taking on traits of my dad. My dad has no tattoos, by the way, but my dad was a nerd. <laughs> um, you know, liking different music uh different tastes in fashion like everything I feel like I've really sort of changed into a different person definitely not the same person I was you know five years ago but that's a good thing you know five years ago was a long time ago so so yeah um anyway I don't have much else to talk about at the moment I'm probably going to remember something later on um but yeah with that I think I'll let you all go and um thank you for listening if you've made it this far and um, I'll speak with you soon. Bye.